Well, hi, everybody. This is episode two in our series, Living in the Realization of My Strengths. Today, we're going to be talking about developing our giftedness, learning to lead ourselves before others, and this concept that every yes is a no to something else. Stay tuned. This is the Culture Changers Podcast. People matter. You matter. I matter. Our vision is to see every life valued, and that requires a shift in our thinking. A change in our culture. And it starts with us. With an idea. With a spark of love. A spark that will ignite into a flame and spread like wildfire and change the world. So join us as we help you cultivate passion, empower people, impact community, and value life. Let's Let's go. go. everybody. So it's Emily and BJ again. Um, we are so excited to have you here as always. Um, we post these podcasts on the first Monday of the month and go and like, and follow us. I mean, honestly, we're just excited to have you guys here and back for, um, episode two of this series. We're actually doing a series, which is exciting. Right. Which, so this is episode two of the series, but it's also episode like six, Seven. of all of the podcasts out of all so, of them so don't get caught up in the episode numbers it's okay yeah we're we're sure. two parts into our three-part series of living in the realization of your strengths uh last time we talked about kind of the we introduced this concept and we we talked about what does it mean to live in the realization of our strengths and how it kind of comes down to who am i really and maybe not trying to be something that i'm not mm-hmm. uh but today we want to kind of look a little more practical we want to look into like what, what does this actually look like um, cause we, you know, we're, we're aware that, you know, people will have different walks of life and people are in different places and this might look a little bit differently for different people. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah. So whenever we talk about this giftedness, I think the first question is even asking, you might be asking yourself is how do I even do this? How do I even start to develop my gifts? That sounds so broad and such a general thing. Like, what does it even mean to develop my giftedness? Say I am you said like 40 years old established in life i've had my job ceo or something for 12 years like what do you mean that i'm supposed to not find my giftedness i'm good at this i'm doing what i'm good at right um and i think that's where we need to ask ourselves in general looking back is looking at where you're at now i think whenever we talk about culture changers sometimes we think about this huge broad term of okay we need to go and think about the future us But ask yourself, where are you now? And I think Mm -hmm. there's two types of people. Are you either, or two options that you have is, are you sitting there right now listening to this and saying, you know what? Like, I truly feel like I am thriving. I feel like Mm -hmm. I love my job. I love where I'm at. I've Mm -hmm. gone through the struggle of finding out who I am um, and who I'm not. And I feel like I'm in a place where I can now help people realize that too. Right. That's amazing. Like, congratulations. Claps for you. Um... But maybe you're sitting there and you're saying, you know what, my life right now, I, I can't I can't lie, it's good. On paper, it looks really good. Like I make a lot of money or I am have a great job, which is amazing in this world right now. Um, but maybe inside you feel this internal battle. Maybe you're battling. Maybe there just feels like something just isn't right. Or you're going to work nine to five, coming home, going to bed, doing it all over again. And it's just everything looks good, but you're exhausted. Right. Um, and so I think just first of all, asking yourself that, where are you? Because this isn't all 
like not everybody listening to this is in a place where they need help right now. They're right. they're thriving, but yeah. some people may need to evaluate this. Yeah, and and if you're one of those people that feel stuck, whether that's because you maybe you're that person who's been in your career for 15, 20, 30 years and you really don't love it, but it makes makes ends meet and and you feel <clears throat> stuck almost because there's there's the money aspect and maybe there's the time that you put into it. Maybe there's just there's the family expectations and social expectations or or maybe that's not you and you're just you genuinely don't know what you're good at. I mean, there's definitely been times in, in even my own life where I've thought to myself, I'm not good at anything. What are you talking about? I have strengths and, and gifts. And uh, we really want to just we want to talk about the practicality of what what we can do in those situations, whether that's you know in, in in either place or other places. I'm not saying those are the only two, but like how do we how do we discover our strengths and or how do we develop them further? Mm-hmm. And this isn't saying that you need to quit your job. Like maybe it's adding something that will be a blessing to your life. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's adding which adding sometimes even just sounds exhausting, right? right? Like adding something sounds exhausting or maybe it's saying no to something. And so, right. yeah. So, so let's look at these two different things. So the, the first thing is, is there something that you can do? You know, maybe, maybe it is because you're stuck in a rut and you've been doing the same thing over and over and over again and your life has lost flavor. Your life has, life has lost variety. Um, well, challenge that. And, and I mean, this is going to sound super simple and maybe even a little cliche, but get, out go do something like mm-hmm. go go do something you've never never done try you know try to expand yourself or take something that you know you enjoy and be intentional to go and do that thing mm-hmm. you know don't make up the excuses you've got to be intentional about those things and this is going to either stretch you it comes down to comfort you know, there's a lot of times in life where we're afraid to get out of our comfort zone, which, you know, because, well, this is just the way I do things. This is, this is, this, this is my routine. This is mm-hmm. the way it is. But man, the reality is that my routine is leaving me drained, exhausted, uh, I, not feeling fulfilled. And it might be uncomfortable, but to get out of that, you're going to need to, to step out of your normal routine and to, to shake it up a little bit, to add something new, to try something different. Talk to somebody that you haven't talked to before. Even just go have coffee with somebody. Like there's something, something that simple doesn't mean that you have to go on these grand adventures. Just get outside your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Try something new and, and start trying to find what are the things that you're naturally drawn to, be introspective, ask yourself, what do I actually like? Mm -hmm. What do I actually enjoy? And press into that. So that's kind of like the idea of, yeah, if you want to add something to, but there's also that big group of people who are like, okay, I've said yes to so many things. I'm involved in eight clubs and I am a teacher at this place and a leader at this place and a counselor at this place and a mentor at this place. And Mm -hmm. I mean, some of us have just said yes to too many things at this point. And to be honest though, if you think about this idea of like, okay, well, you're just exhausted and BJ's gonna share his story on that with what he had. Like, I mean, this is the point where the statement, like something's gotta give people, like something's gotta, unfortunately, this is either gonna be a sacrifice in any way and sacrifice doesn't have to be bad, but either we're gonna have to add something and maybe that means, you know, maybe not watching that TV show every single night 
Um, maybe it's not <laughs> right. catching up on five episodes of right. whatever. Um, but, but actually going out and doing something, maybe yeah. you need to sacrifice some like pushing back dinner later at night to mm -hmm. be able to go on a walk and just to go on a walk with a friend or, um, go to that meeting or that club. Right. Um, but maybe it's saying no to something too. Maybe it's actually just saying, you know what? I'm not going to be able to do this anymore. Yeah. Like I think somebody else is capable of doing this. And maybe I don't need to be Superman. Maybe I don't need to be the savior in all areas of my life. Because the reality is, and this was something that was told to me. I don't know. I mean, it's been a long time and I don't even remember who I heard it from or, or what context I heard it. But every yes is a no to something else. Mm-hmm. You know, we live in a culture right now that that wants us to say yes to everything. Like, you, can you do this? Can you do this? Can you help me here? Can you help me there? And when someone says no, it's almost like, how dare you? Like, you don't want to come to my son's birthday party, or you don't want to do this. And there's almost there's almost a level of offense that comes because someone said no. Mm -hmm. um, so, but the reality is, is that if they would have said yes, they're saying no to something else, and it's a matter of. Yeah. priority not a matter of like well obviously like i don't care about that thing it's not even necessarily that it's just i need to say no to this mm -hmm. because i value something else and so um this was a situation that i found myself in a little over a year ago mm -hmm. um i'm one of those people that is very prone to saying yes to everything you know, I want to be involved. I want to do the things. There's a lot of things that, and I mean this as humbly as I can say it, I, I'm good at a lot of things. I enjoy a lot of things. I want to have my hand in a lot of projects. Uh, I'm, I'm on staff as a youth pastor at a church. I'm on staff here at Life Choices. And those two things are, there's a lot that's involved. Those are kind of, you know, not just a, I show up and punch my ticket and go home. It's, I'm involved. I want to do the things. And there was, you know, a long period of time where I was also employed at a retail job. And there was times when I was putting in 50, 60, 70, 80, you know, 70 plus hours a week for stretches of time, especially during the holidays where all three of my jobs were at peak. And I was just saying, you know, yes, because I needed money. Yes, because I needed to do this because whatever I, I, I own a house and all this different stuff. And so I was saying yes. But what I didn't say, didn't realize was I was saying no to a lot of other things. And what I found myself being was I was an irritable punk. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I finally had people, I had people in my life who loved me enough to sit down and call me out on some things. And the reality was is because I was so burned out mm -hmm. because I was doing so much that I was neglecting. I was neglecting my friends. I was neglect neglecting my family. I was neglecting my own spiritual life, my own personal physical life. And I eventually had to say no so that I could say yes mm -hmm. to some other things that I needed to do. I wasn't enjoying things. So I eventually had to quit and I quit. Um, the retail job that I work, I worked at Best Buy, so I quit, so that I could start focusing on those other things and saying, started saying yes to things like Bible study and yes to dinner with my friends and yes to these other things that I was desperately missing. the The downside of that was that there was some consequence. Hmm. I lost a job, yeah, you know, and 
So because of that, it put me in a situation where I had to make the difficult decision to move home. So I am now an almost 30 year old who lives in my mom's basement. <laughs> and saying that out loud is, it stings. <laughs> like, I don't like that statement. I don't like that reality in my life. And I've wrestled with that for a good chunk of time because culturally speaking, that's not okay. Mm-hmm. Like there's a stigma that comes with that. But I've had to come, I've had to come to the realization that I've got to be okay with it mm-hmm. because in where I'm at right now, in order for me to operate out of my strengths and to, to be healthy, this is where I'm at. And it's it's okay, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not always okay. There are definitely days where I'm like, you know, I throw myself a little self pity party, and but I have to come back to I said I said no to something that allowed me to say yes, and because I did this, I'm able to say yes to things that invigorate me, things that excite me, things that are energizing me and pushing me forward in life in ways that I could never have accomplished, could never have done when I was doing what it needed to do to have to be able to own a home and to live in that home and to be on my own and those things kind of tying this into the last episode those things of i was trying to be somebody in doing so i tied myself down so much that i was limiting my my ability to operate out of my strengths so i had to say no and so this 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 saying yes Every yes is a no to something else. Maybe there's some areas in your life where you've been saying yes, 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 yes. And maybe it's because of these social expectations and because of the money and because of family and because of these other things. But by saying yes, you're actually limiting yourself, limiting your ability to operate in your strengths because you're saying no to the areas of strength, mm-hmm. to the areas of growth opportunities for your strengths. Mm-hmm. And. Also, like, I'm just thinking about, like, some people we know that can't say no to everything right now because maybe you honestly are a single parent living on one income. I don't know. Like, that is a possibility. Like, maybe you can't say no to everything. But truly thinking about what are those things that you can do. Maybe it is, I don't know, like you said, birthday parties. My goodness, sports, weekend things. um, And how that feels about, so with what you were saying, too, yeah, I think it's the struggle of either you become this yes person or this no person. And I know like for me right now, you just told about how you've recovered from that. I feel like even as I'm thinking about this, like I'm in this point where I, in the last episode, I told my story, how I realized what I'm not good at and what I am actually loving, um, which is people. And so I want to be around people all the time and I want to love people. But in some ways now, I can find myself saying yes to so many people that I've actually said no to myself, which isn't healthy. Um, And so whenever I think about what do I need to say yes to, it's actually journaling. Like I used to journal constantly. Mm -hmm. I loved it. I used to write. And that was how I listened to my own heart and my own mind. But now I've spent so much time because I truly do love, like my giftedness has been found and I love my giftedness, Mm -hmm. but sometimes you can't always do all of it. And so even in that, like, how do you create these boundaries and how do you say no to others sometimes in order to say yes to yourself and realize like you matter, like you're just as important. So, um, one of the podcasts that I consume on a regular basis is, um, 
Craig Groeschel's leadership podcast. I don't know if you've ever if you've ever heard of Craig Groeschel. He's he's a pastor at Life Church, uh, but he also is a very influential like speaker in the the leadership business world. And so he has his podcast called the Craig Rochelle Leadership Podcast, and he's got a lot of really great materials. And he he had this one episode where he talked about energy management, the art of harnessing energy or something. I can't remember exactly what it was called, but he kind of talked about this idea that of uh, you only have so much time in a day, and you and you cannot change that. Twenty four hours, that's it. But what you can change is your energy like you can impact you can you can affect how much energy you have and you can use your energy because energy is a is a replenishable um resource and so he kind of has this concept of taking stock of the things in your life that you do that are energizing that that give you life that give you purpose and then taking stock of the things that drain you more and more and the idea is to hopefully do more things that give you energy than the things that drain you because you can't avoid all of the like there are those quote-unquote necessary evils that we have to do Mm -hmm. in life that are draining but when it comes to those things that do drain us he has this this these three this nice little i don't know what to call it but delegate eliminate or automate in this this concept of the things that you that drain you can you delegate it are there people in your circle are there people on your team are there people in your life that love to do those things mm-hmm. that you absolutely hate well delegate it give it to them like this is something that is not in my strength but this is clearly in your strength i would love to empower you to do this thing mm-hmm. and if that's not possible then we look at, okay, well, can we automate this thing? Is this something that we can do that it's a draining thing? It causes me to think about too much and, and spends too much of my energy. Is there a way for me to cause it to just happen? Mm-hmm. Can, you know, and it might take a little bit of work. It might take you know some sacrifice and some time to get this to work in its own, own way. But can I just create this cycle that this happens naturally, mm-hmm. that I don't have to think about mm-hmm. it? And then we also have to ask ourselves, okay, is this? are there areas in our life, there are things that we do that honestly... We hate them and they genuinely don't offer anything to anyone. They're not accomplishing anything. They're meetings that are useless. They're social media. <laughs> social media that we just, just we just scroll endlessly that we can eliminate and say no to that will take that off our plate so that we can tip the scale from I'm doing so many things that drain me and only a few things that really give me energy to I spend most of my time operating in my giftedness, operating in my strengths and passion, and the things that I don't love to do that train me are delegated, automated, or eliminated, mm-hmm. and streamlined so that I can operate at my biggest capacity. So I, he talks about it way better than I do. Um, you should go go check it out. Greg Grish, Craig Groeschel's Leadership Podcast on Energy Management. Go to, give it a listen, it's awesome. Um, but kind of bringing this back to the process of developing your giftedness and and your and your learning and strengths, mm-hmm. why the, why is it so important, and why are we talking about this so introspectively? Because this seems so like me focused, and to be honest, me focused isn't always good. But when it comes to culture change, when it comes to leadership, we have to be willing to lead ourselves first. Because if I'm not healthy, 
as a leader, as an influencer, as a parent, as a friend, as a son, as a, as a, as a worker, as an employee, if I'm not healthy, then I cannot do the job. I cannot be a good employee, be a good son, be a good husband, father, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like I can't do those things if I'm not healthy. So this idea of leading myself first is very, very important. So Emily, you, you asked me the question and I went off on my tangent and talked a lot because that's what I do. Um, but what are, what are some areas in your life that, that maybe you say yes to and are saying no to other things that maybe you need to evaluate? Yeah. So as you're talking, um, I think so the past episode, if you listen to the first part of this, um, the one right before this, I talked about how I developed developed my giftedness throughout college, throughout um, careers and stuff. Um, and I think through that, I found out like I love people and I really like to be around people and everything like that. But um, ultimately, I have developed my giftedness, I feel like. But in some ways, I've also almost idolized my giftedness in some ways where I don't want to say no to anybody because I do genuinely like being around people. I am an extrovert. I get energy from being around people. So I feel healthy around people. But whenever you're saying yes to 30 people in one week, um, I am sitting here listening to this and I'm just thinking like, wow, you know what I used to do that I really miss is journaling. Mm -hmm. I really miss going back and thinking about like what, who am I? Like, what are my thoughts? What about what I care about? What about my feelings? And sometimes we fall into this where we love our gifts and we get so gung ho about this. Like, yes, we're off. Now we've got it um, where we're thriving. But it's also so important to sit back and say, okay, but um, how can I now care about myself and continue to develop that and give myself time to develop that giftedness so that I don't get burnt out? Because I think you can also get burnt out doing your giftedness whenever you sure. say yes to all of the things like you're really good at this or you're really loving this. Um, so that's my thing. I think I need to go back and just say no to some things. Maybe that means, so for those of you who don't know, like I'm a mom, I work here. Um, I'm actually working with the summer camp this summer. I am involved with my church. Like there are a lot of things, but with that, there's not much time. Like there's not much time left over. And so where I can put in that time, maybe it is, like I said, um, convicting myself, like taking off one of those shows or social media or whatever. But I think it's important because if I don't, how am I going to keep leading others if I'm constantly feeling like right. I'm not heard or right. I'm not, um, yeah, I don't have that outreach. So, sure. um, yeah. Gotta so find that balance. Yeah. So that idea of leading yourself to lead others, like, I don't want to get to that point, like you said, of burning out, right. even though you may be in this part, maybe you love your job, maybe you are thriving. Um, but that idea don't fall into that savior complex you don't have to do it all either so right. what can you delegate or automate or eliminate so let's let's recap mm -hmm. uh we talked about you know discovering and developing your gifts getting outside of your comfort zone trying new things um you know if you're able to if that's if that's your situation just go and find what you enjoy and find your passions like and actually put the effort into discovering what you really enjoy so that you can cultivate that passion um but also be willing to start saying no if that's if you're or you're saying yes to too many things. Trying to find that balance because every yes is a no to something else, mm -hmm. and be willing to do the hard work of leading yourself well, mm -hmm. so that you can lead and influence others, 
and be a culture changer effectively. Um, that's that's kind of the major takeaways from yeah. all of the things we've talked about over the last 20 some minutes. Um, yeah, how to truly live into the realization of your giftedness, how to now do that living part. Right. So uh, next month, we're, we're gonna continue down this, down this road and um, really start talking about this idea of unmaking promises and why that's something important. And also kind of redefining success. You know, we have this idea of what success looks like. And when we don't meet our definition of success, mm -hmm. is it really a failure? Mm -hmm. Or do we just have to look at it from a different angle? So we're gonna tackle those things. Again, we started saying this and we're gonna say this a lot. So just sorry, but get used to hearing it. If you liked what you heard, um, share it you know leave yeah. leave a rating you know leave a comment on whatever whatever platform you're you're listening to because those things help us get out there help get the word out and share share this with your friends but also let us know what what it is that you are taking away from this um, we want your feedback and so you can call us and our phone number is 724-545-2826 extension 200 or 203 five. Five. 205 um you can also just call and ask for emily or bj and we would talk you can leave voicemails um our emails are prevalent on the website so www.yourlifechoicesinfo.com you go there and you can find our information there for emails we also have this episode is on there with a blog mm -hmm. so you just go to the same same website your life choices info.com slash culture changers and you can read the blog it's a great way to share it um yeah so we just we would just love to connect with you guys we want to have these conversations that's one of the things that is one of our goals is we want to connect with our community get that feedback and hear your stories of inspiration what what have you done to change cultures how have you been inspired by maybe some of the stories you've heard on this podcast or maybe some stories that you think would be really great for us to share on this podcast and Ultimately, we would love to see stories of transformation in your in your culture, in your life. Yeah. Let us know what you're saying yes and no to. Yes. We'd like to know. Yes. We let you know what we're going to. You can All right. Well, hey, uh, we hope you enjoyed. Thanks for listening. And we'll catch you next month with the finale of Living in the Realization of My Strengths. <laughs> Bye.